Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. Hallelujah. I'm the Bishop of the Burton Hick, and with me, as always... It's Gator. And we have a special guest with us today. We have Rob Jones of Cigar Talk. How are you, Rob? I'm doing fantastic. Now, I'll tell you, folks, if this episode goes anything like the conversation we had going before I hit record... You guys are in for a real shit show. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to put it. So, anyway, so Rob's joining us today to talk about his show and God knows what else. And uh, we're going to be smoking another cigar from the June My Monthly Cigars box. Damn straight. So, we have today the Obsidian Red Rum. It's a 5x52 Robusto with a San Andreas wrapper and Indonesian binder. And a filler of Dominican and Nicaraguan tobacco. Red rum. Red rum. Red so, rum. have you ever smoked that cigar before? I have not ever had this cigar before. Neither have I. Okay. You did smoke it, though. Yeah, I've smoked them before, and I smoked that one the day I got the box. Gotcha. Oh, wow. I went in the order of least preference to highest preference. Yes. And so, with that being said, you're also smoking a cigar from the June My Monthly Cigars box. However, yeah, I'm smoking the Eroa 20th. You jumped ahead on us. Yes. Serious. Serious. We've got that guy scheduled for the uh, the last Friday of the month. In the, uh, so you're saving the best for last as well. We, we are as well, yes. In the interest is, of not stepping on Nick here, because he was yelling at me about that, uh, <laughs> Rob, I'm going to just jump in and stop you guys, because I need to get mine out of the cellophane. This is what I have well, to put up with. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to make an announcement take your cigar out of cellophane this is what i have to put up with rob i mean got it anyway do you edit that part out <laughs> no 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 why well, would he do that just used to that yeah the the people are just used to him just <laughs> crinkling the shit out of his I mean, cellophane. They, and, and they don't feel like they're just being bludgeoned i you know i, I think i think i have some real masochistic fans <laughs> is what it I think there's some people out there on the internet that actually get my humor. Oh, Lord. That should disturb one at all. You know what? I I was listening to the show yesterday. I didn't get to finish it, and I didn't have time today. But I really enjoyed uh, the conversation that you guys were having. Uh, It was a really good show, and I'll be finishing it up probably tomorrow. Oh, uh, Nick Melillo from Foundation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a sweet guy, man. He he is freaking... Super nice and knowledgeable and as hell. Super honest. And oh super yeah. Honest. I loved it when you said, "Oh, he's probably never heard our show," and he was like, "Nope, nope." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "Hey, thanks, man." I'm like, well, all right. Then. I thought that was gold. At least we know where we're that at. Was gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he had no idea what he was in for. No. Well, and he didn't even stick around for all the stupid. No, he did not. No. Yeah. So. Well, anyway, why don't we uh, go ahead and cut the cigar, Jeff, and the... Who's uh, the cigar uh, The uh, cigar cut brought to us by? You know, if you wouldn't have trampled on me there, I could have just done it. Who's the cigar cut <laughs> brought to us by? <laughs> the uh, official cutting <laughs> is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Dan Ponder over there at Riverman. I was actually just over there earlier tonight, and he's got everything going. He's got the humidors uh, stocked, and he's got something for everybody, $3 to $100. You can stop in, pick up your sticks. Um, he's got a lot of chairs set up for the uh, for the outdoor patio portion of his shop. He's got a nice 1,500-square-foot covered area right out in the front that you can sit outside. The weather was gorgeous, so it made it really nice. 
And then he also can do mail order. So if you, uh, if you want to order some cigars and have them mailed to you, you can do that. And he's, he's got you taken care of. That's awesome. Dan's a great guy. Yeah, he really is. I'm yeah. headed over this weekend for 45s. He just uh, got in a big shipment today of um, cleaning supplies, uh, the COVID-19 official cleaning uh, solutions and whatnot, so he can uh, spray down the lounge and get it get it all cleaned up and ready for, for people to use when it starts getting really warm out and everything. So, no, he's he's ready to rock and roll over there. So, when you're in St. Louis, definitely stop by Riverman Cigar Company in Crestwood, Missouri. Or if you happen to live in an area that doesn't have a brick-and-mortar store and you're considering going to one of the online guys, why don't you support a brick-and-mortar store and give Dan over at Riverman Cigar Company a call. Amen. So with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. Wow, that was impressive. I'm going to borrow your V-cut. You, you know, I have the Calibri SV Cutter. Um, Nick over at my monthly cigars turned me onto this after I oop dropped my lighter after I uh lost my um uh Zycar XO cutter. Wait, Dude, lo- wait, lost? I've had I've had three XO cutters and I can't tell you where any of them are. Yeah, you don't hold on, Rob. Ask Nick where he lost his cutter. It was in the bottom of my backpack that I used, <laughs> but you know that that was my fault. I didn't look hard enough, so. But so anyway. you know where it is? Or you oh, no, I, I've since found it. He found I, it the day you ordered the I, new one. I, I, in fact, did find it the day I ordered the SV cutter. I usually find mine under the seat of my car. I'll tell I, you. I've done that several times. So I have the, the Calibri Deep V, and then I have the... See, the Calibri Deep V is just, that's the badass cutter. Dude, it's it's amazing. And then that, that Zycar XO, I really like that for the straight cuts. But then this, uh, this SV cutter from Calibri... It's it's really nice because it's beefy. I mean, it's it's weighty in the pocket, you know. But it's it's a well. Good, now you're just bragging. It's a good cutter. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is I actually have a uh, little feud going on with Cigar Snob Magazine on Twitter because they were recommending the straight a straight cut or a punch, and I was like, the only people who use straight punch or straight cut or a punch. Is people who have never tried the deep V. Ah, uh, you know what I like about it? It looks like a Pac-Man. Jeff's a simple man. <laughs> it looks like a Pac-Man. Yeah, if you hold it up, it looks like a Pac-Man. <clears throat> Interesting. He, he, like I said, <laughs> Rob is not a fan of my humor. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff is a sim- I, he's a simple. Oh, man. I didn't realize that was supposed to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to to tell y'all a little story about my grandmother's favorite game. Oh, God. I'm going to share it with you tonight, but I do have a new edition, Nick. Oh, oh. I think we need to get into that. Your grandmother's favorite game? We got to get into that. Yeah, you know, you know my grandfather's favorite game. I am very well aware of your grandfather's favorite game. My grandmother's favorite game. No. That will be this Saturday night on The Hearth. Oh, gosh. So there's a tease. So this episode's <laughs> going to drop on, on Friday. So, yeah. So everybody, if you're listening to this, you know, head on over to uh, to Rob's uh, Zoom Hearth, and you can hear about the grandmother's favorite game. How do they get That's onto right. the Zoom Hearth? There's a question. So if you go to CigarTalkPodcast.com, there's going to be a link at the top that says Join the Hearth. There you go. Super and easy. It's Saturday night at nine central p 
p.m. No, no, I'm sorry, 8 central p.m. Oh, you're moving it up an hour. Yeah, we did that last week, too. Oh, that's, that's right. Why you were late. That's why I was late. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. So. And I, I joined in one of those. One. Yeah, you did. Yeah. One. I had a good time. You guys started talking about basketball, and I, I really enjoy sports, but when it comes to the NBA, I don't really give a crap because I live in St. Louis and we don't have a team. So I just kind of faded away then and drank my wine. Yeah, you know what's funny is that was the night I faded away too because I'm I'm not a basketball fan. And then somebody brought up was soccer. Was it that or was it all the dickle? Well, that goes without saying. <laughs> okay, I was going to say. <laughs> you know, I don't know what it is, but I like it. It's whiskey. Ah, uh, oh, dickle. Oh, man. Never, everybody should have a little dickle. <laughs> <laughs> Nick has a little dickle. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the rumor. Anyway, well, why don't we uh, why don't we try the cigars here, Jeff? Actually, we'll get through the the work and then we'll get to the, the get to the play. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so I guess it's cold draw time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you guys still haven't lit your cigar? <laughs> no, no, oh, no, we, dude. We're we've savoring. Cut. We're cut. We've cut. We're we're working on getting to that. So, what are you getting there, Chief? I don't know. I've been talking. What are you getting? And then I can try it. While <laughs> There's a talking. little sweetness. <laughs> yeah, there is a little. I can't. It's almost like a Luden's cherry cough drop. Oh, uh-huh. uh huh. You're getting it, aren't you? Maybe because you just put that in my head. I don't know. I'm telling um, you, it's like a Luden's. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like a Luden's. How's the draw? Oh, um, draw's great on mine. Yeah, I mean, I haven't lit it yet, but so far, I mean, just the cold draw. It's, Wait, it's did good. you do the cold retro? I mean, I tried it, Jeff. You did not. I, I, I watched you. you, you okay, fine, admit fine. it. There you go. Are you going to explain the cold retro to Rob? And okay, so Rob. This, so okay, I have patented the cold retro hail, and basically, what it is, it's a cold draw that you exhale through your nose, and you let your olfactory senses pick up extra notes. Okay. <laughs> Get, give your thoughts, Rob. Give them. Uh, you know, I don't have any thoughts on that. If okay. you want to do a cold retro hell, dude, it works. It works. And Nick, Let me tell okay, you this though, you guys are in for a treat. The last Friday of the month, this cigar that I'm smoking is freaking amazing. Yeah, you've got the Aroa Twenty Years. The uh, yeah, Colorado, this thing is now on my radar. I've wow. had oh, I've had that stick before. I'm looking forward to it. I've never had it, and I can tell you that it will be on my list, dude. It's a Luden's cough drop. That's it. I don't know if that's an awesome like endorsement there, Jeff. Who doesn't like a Luden's cough drop? Actually, you know what? Or you're right. You're right. Luden's those is are the, the one... only cough drop that should be sold. Period. Well, yeah, because yeah. those are the ones that taste like candy. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's I'm telling what you. I grew up on, and then when I got married, my wife bought real medicine shit. And I'm uh, like, oh, where's the Luden's? Yeah. God, I used to. I used to pretend that I had a sore throat to just have those. It's the beauty of being an adult. You can just go buy them. I it's remember that's not as much fun now. Pretended he had a sore throat with me, and I didn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is good. We're getting the actual Rob. We're not getting the uh, the the, hey, the, hey, hey, the, hey. the PC uh, cigar talk version <laughs> where he's like, you know, uh, you know being on his best PG. behavior here. <laughs> my, my show is PG, so mm-hmm. you know, fuck I ours is too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't get to just hang loose and let everything hang down low. Dude, I'm usually sitting out here in my underwear, so Nick, Nick knows I just let it hang out. Part of the reason we've got Rob just on a phone call is because he's threatened to be in his underwear tonight, too. 
That is true. That is true. So I didn't want to deal with two of you. Mm. So, so I don't, I, I don't know because I haven't been on your show before. But yeah. mean, so y'all, y'all, y'all now lighting your cigars. We just lit the cigars, so now it's so, time to kind of talk about the like initial an, thoughts. initial thoughts yeah. here. So Jeff, what are you getting on it? Cigar. <sighs> Those awesome tasting notes coming on there. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. There's a little pepper. There is a little pepper. The Ludens is gone. Mm-hmm. That Ludens was cold draw only. <laughs> oh, there's the retro. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Rob. I just... It looked like... Wow. Nick, I swear to God, it looked like Nick exploded. There's I the, looked over as he did that retro hail and almost choked to death on it. And his, oh. I think smoke Ooh. came out of his eyes and his ears. Oh, my. There's definitely some pepper on there the retro. There was smoke in every orifice. There's definitely pepper. Let me tell you, man. This Eroa 20-year, dude. Yeah. The, the retro is so freaking smooth. And the interesting thing is it started off real mild with, like, leather. Yeah. And then it started shifting into some white pepper. And, man, it, it's like it kind of crept up a little bit. But then once it's there, it's there intensely. And the retro hell, though, is still so smooth, even with that pepper. Well, Jeff just encountered the pepper there, too. I did. I did. My head didn't explode like yours did. No, no. You looked like Mount St. Helens for a second there <laughs> when it erupted. Um, Yeah, it's got some pepper to it. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It, it's a good stick. But like I said, that, that Luton's initial flavor on the cold yeah, the retro sweetness and is the definitely cold draw gone. went away. Yeah. The sweetness is gone. I'm waiting for the two little... Uh, the twins to come out down the hallway and murder me now. <laughs> I guess maybe that's what happens on the retro hail is that it, they come and murder you. So anyway, so Rob, now that we've kind of moved in past the cigar here, you obviously are the host of Cigar Talk. How did you get Bingo. into po- how did you get into podcasting? Oh, you want to hear this worn out story? Yeah, All you know, right, we'll, here we'll, we go. well, I figured, Dude, I've, you know, I've never heard it. We'll introduce and then we'll we'll go through, we'll run through the motions and then we'll get into the All right, stuff. I'm going to give you the quick version. <laughs> so I got into cigars real hot and heavy and I decided that I was going to all these lounges everywhere because I traveled a lot and I thought, you know what, I'm going to start writing a blog. I'm going to do a rating system. I'm going to rate cigar lounges. I'm going to interview the owner. And basically do a blog that rated shops and then told the story behind the shop. And after just like four different shops, I was like, you know what would be cool is to actually do a podcast so that people can actually hear the story from the people I talk to instead of me writing it. Because, you know, my third grade education (laughs) is not like a writer. I know you guys are fancy journalists, but, you know. My uh, writing skills are not up to par. I don't know if the so term fancy fits us, but journalist, yes. Well, I think fancy definitely describes Nick to some degree. Well, well, that goes without saying. I try. But anyway, so that's how the podcast started, was just the thought about tr- changing from a blog to a podcast. And then my first show was at the Train Car Cigar Bar, which is a really cool setting. It's a uh, lounge in two actual train car so one train car is the bar and the humidor and the car connected to it is the lounge car where you just hang out and smoke and then they have a really badass patio and then they have like a a courtyard that seats another probably 400 people so just a really badass situation for a shop yeah and so anyway that's how we got into it so then um 
you were doing that for a little while, and then when did Bryant come into the picture? I want to say Bryant came on board probably about episode 16. Okay. So probably after about three or four months. So those early ones then, you were just doing it on your own and just playing interviews? Yeah, the whole, yeah, the whole show was basically me doing interviews. Like, instead of having a co-host, I would have my guest be the co-host and get their whole story. You I know see. I, mean? I was going to say, because doing a show completely by yourself is just, that's daunting. I mean, I can't even Dude, I've imagine done it one doing time. that. Yeah, it sucks. Well, yeah, because you have nobody to play off of. Yeah, I mean, I did one. I think I did one episode by myself, and the feedback I got was, "Don't do that again." <laughs> <laughs> when I do an episode by myself, it's usually just me and all the voices in my head, so I'm not alone. Yeah, I imagine that takes place every night right before you go to bed. <laughs> oh, dude, you have no idea how many hours of just <laughs> internal battling and struggles I have. <laughs> Well, that's cool. So you've, I mean, so you've been at it for a little over a year, right? Yeah, we've been doing it now for actually eighteen months. Okay, so a year and a half. Eighteen, yeah. You've had a lot of growth in eighteen months. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah, you know what? We we we've been very fortunate. Uh, the show's grown pretty rapidly, and uh, you know, it takes it takes a lot of work because. I mean, you guys know in the podcast industry, it's not like everybody even knows you exist. Yeah. So yeah. you have to do a lot of legwork to introduce your show to people. So that was something that I was dedicated to in growing the show was giving us some exposure. And so I think that attributes a lot to it. But then a lot of it is that we've had some pretty interesting guests over the last 18 months as well. Yeah, you've done really good with getting guests. Yeah, this coming Monday, uh, we have David Lafferty on the show, and that guy is fantastic. He's uh, with Dunbarton and Trust. Right. Uh, tobacco. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, that's awesome. Well, I know... Yeah, yeah everybody else says Dunbarton Trust, and I'm like, yeah, you know, he's with Sokka. Sokka, you yeah. know, yeah, I get it. Actually, Dan... You know, over- Sokka is one of my heroes, and you want to know why? Why is that? Because the dude estimates that he smoked about 75,000 cigars. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, that's somebody I can aspire that's, to be. That's, I mean, what does that even break down to per day? I mean, my God. That's in the neighborhood of about 12 cigars a day for 30 years. Oh, my God. Well, well you're, I'm definitely putting up rookie numbers. I was going to say, well, now, you smoke through a bunch, though, too, Rob. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not 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 twelve level. a day, I, I, but I'm probably in the neighborhood of about seven to eight on a regular day, and then you know Whoa. there's a few days where I might hit like ten, maybe eleven at the most. Wow. Dude, I'd be living in a cardboard box. <laughs> I could not afford that. <laughs> it's because all the free sticks come to me, Jeff, and I'm supposed to dole them out to you. Yeah, you jack wagon. <laughs> I've actually called him out on the show before in front of people. I'm like, what do you mean you didn't get any of our cigars? It was only Martinez. <laughs> and and Rob, in all fairness, if Martinez sent you a big pack of cigars and said, hey, share some with Bryant, how many would Bryant get? <laughs> do I have to answer that on the show? <laughs> well, 
You know, if I'm maybe not that's mistaken, the answer I need. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, wasn't isn't Bryant supposed to come hang out with us in St. Louis sometime? Yeah, well, Bryant was supposed to come to St. Louis in uh, in uh, around Christmas time. Yep, to see family and stuff. But obviously, yeah, but I think there was something happened and he didn't get to make that trip. Yeah, well, didn't his daughter like go someplace or something? His daughter went to Cuba, yeah, or Guantanamo Bay. But before that, she went to uh, like so, Dubai or something. Wait, was she locked up there? No, 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 no. She's a guard. She's, oh, she's like oh, I was a military yeah. badass chick. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I was just making sure which side she was on. No, yeah, you might Lord. you might want to be careful making jokes. She might come down and kick your ass. <laughs> oh, I'd pay good money to see Brian's oh. daughter come and kick Jeff's ass. Oh, I'd I'm pay sure. Two bucks. <laughs> I'd pay two bucks. Oh no, dude, I'm a lot more than two dollars. Nick, Nick would Nick would overdraw his account to see that happen. <laughs> I'd be taking out lines of credit <laughs> at every bank I could. Oh my gosh, dude. The funny- hey, I'm thinking. I'm thinking we got a pay per view in the making i think you're right dude i'm gonna tell you right now the funniest thing ever is we were all sitting around a table one night talking with some cigar manufacturers and a friend of ours and he was talking about how his dad how his grandfather was in uh, the vietnam war and he's talking about all this stuff and he was a colonel you know in the vietnamese army and this and that it was our buddy tron and yeah. mind you tron is vietnamese like you know by by heritage and we're, he's telling this whole story, and he gets done, and I look at him, I said, well, which side was he on? <laughs> Tron didn't think that was funny. <laughs> I see a I see a pattern here, Gator. <laughs> yeah, there is. Oh, trust me, I'm nothing if not, you know. You know what's, you know what's great about Gator, though? Oh, boy. Yeah. Gator is the funniest person that he knows. Yes. <laughs> You've, you do know me. Gator, I, yeah, hey. I, you know what, and you know what, I, that that's a great thing because you don't need anyone else to entertain you, do you? No, Gator exactly. don't play no shit. So, yeah, I mean that that's a blessing. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna lie though. When I said that that night at the table, everybody lost their shit. He was. He, Jeff, Am I lying? No, Je- <laughs> Jeff is a is a legend in his own mind, and that that's for sure. <laughs> Nick's so. just jealous because I'm considered the FOIA guru in the newspaper business. Oh, anyway, we're not even going to get into <laughs> that. So. I didn't even give myself that nickname. No, but what is his nickname? The oh god, I can't. Even, <laughs> I can't even say it. I can't even say it. I, I had a, a journalist friend uh, tag me as the FOIA guru, the Freedom of Information Act guru, because. I, I have an affinity for the Freedom of Information Act and for getting documents out of government officials that they don't want to give up. And Nick Nick just hates it so much. I hate that you got to take it. Well, and it's funny because they did a story on Nick and about how this great story that his paper did. And then they talked about me in the story and how I helped him and, you know, how he brought in the FOIA guru to save the day kind of thing. And he was not amused. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it just kind of neutered me. But anyway. Oh my! Oh, so that's a shame. Anyway, well, I laughed and laughed. I, so well, let's let's circle back to the cigar. What are you getting on the I'm cigar? There, pepper. Jeff? It's very yeah, peppery. Say, it's it's a peppery cigar. It really is. Yeah. Um, I'll admit I'm struggling to get much more past that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, so far, and I'm going to say this, and you know, no no offense to my monthly cigars or to the cigar manufacturer hey. here, but it, this isn't my cup of tea. Why is that? Just, just because it is just yeah, straight pepper it's, like it's that? Yeah, it's straight pepper. It's, it's, you know, I, I like a little milder cigar. I like some different notes. You well, know. it's not like, it's not brutal with the pepper. It's just, 
Yeah, but it's not. I it it's not. <laughs> It's not a stick I'd probably pick up and smoke again. But again, that's the beauty of the My Monthly Cigar Box is because you get to try things and see if you like them. It is. Yeah. Well, anyway, so why don't we uh, why don't we dive into a little bit of cigar news? Um, and we're going to dive in with some trepidation here, but that's okay. Yeah. So um, I want to touch on one one item that has crossed the... Uh, the news desk today so ding 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 yeah the uh owner of gurkha cigars um his name is and i'm gonna butcher this it's uh kaizid uh hansotia we'll just go with that that's that's as good as i could do what never mind okay (laughs) (laughs) anyway um thanks rob he uh he got himself into trouble the uh recently posting some uh things on facebook and um he took the post down and gurkha well, put out wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute i mean i know you want to avoid the politics of it but let's let's be a little more forthcoming he said some racist bullshit that backfired in his face well there we go i yeah. i don't know so, di- i mean you know regardless yeah. of where you fall i mean to fucking come out and say what he said was just crazy well let's put it this way if you're gonna wade into waters, be prepared for blowback. And I don't think he was. Yeah, he didn't. He, he didn't have his water wings waters. on. No. Yeah, the dude jumped off of a thousand foot platform, and there was no water in the pool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he tried to cannonball in an empty pool. So <laughs> yeah. he. Uh, so anyway, so Gurkha they they took the post down. Gurkha comes this, out this with is a where statement. It got messed up. Gurkha comes out yeah. with a statement saying that he was hacked and that you know. And they gave this kind of weak apology, but they they basically said that he was hacked. And it has since blown up to where, as of today, we are recording this on Wednesday. And I, for, I even uh, said to Nick when that apology, or when that, not not even apology, when that thing about being hacked came out, I said it's a it it's weak and you shouldn't be selling it. Well, and and so now today, today he has resigned his position as the chairman of Gurkha, effective immediately. They're uh, they have another guy, Jim Colusi, that's going to be assuming the role of CEO and president of the company. He's been with Gurkha since the beginning of January 2019 and all that. However, you know, let's be real. Hen Sotia, or however you pronounce his last name there, dude, he's the primary owner of the company. All he did was basically just step away and is like, okay, fine, go make me money. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's still... It's going to be rough. Yeah, yeah I mean, and, I mean... And I don't know where your fans are, but I mean, Gurkha makes shit. Oh, and the thing oh, we we is, crap on Gurkha all the time. Yeah, so you're so, not, yeah. But, but, but here's, the, I really don't know how they survive other than online sales. But when it comes to Gurkha, I mean, they probably have the largest line of cigars I've ever seen. I mean, yeah. every time you go anywhere, you're like, what the hell is that? I mean, they have like a million different cigars. Oh. Dude, like I, I've had I've had shop owners tell me, and I'm not going to say which shop because I don't want you know I don't want to get them in the middle of this. But I've had shop owners tell me that when they've met with the Gurkha rep at like the uh, ICPCR you know trade show and all this, that the Gurkha rep will come over with like what looks like an eight and a half by eleven sheet that details their cigars, right? And then they start to unfold it and unfold it and unfold it, and it's like a roadmap that eventually turns into this gigantic sheet that has 
tons and tons and tons and tons of different SKUs and cigars on it. So you're right. They, they've, they've overpopulated the market with garbage cigars. They, they, they look at packaging and they determine is the packaging cool yeah okay. they have they've done some great marketing yeah they have done yeah. great marketing. and that and well up until now doing pretty well what probably about five or six years ago mm-hmm. but since then i haven't seen them in shops in a number of years because oh no sticks. i see them every every once in a while very very rarely well you go to stanley's downtown they had a whole wall of gurkha did they really? Yes, they did. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess there are at least a few places that carry them. But, I wonder know. if they still do. And therein lies a good question. Well, and that's the thing for these poor shop owners. Yeah, they've got merchandise. Yeah, they've not paid for that inventory. Yeah. yeah. They've paid for that inventory. And I've seen some shops online that have already posted pictures of the blank space and was like, what am I going to put in their space? And I Martinez. Like, Martinez, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but what sucks about that is, I mean, they had to pay for those cigars. And so, you yeah. know, for them to throw them out, well, and, is, and I mean, they should be reimbursed. I will tell you right now, if I had a shop, I would probably pull the bands and sell them just as a bundle cigar. And I mean, I wouldn't. I, the shop shouldn't have to eat that. That's the way Gurkha should sell all their cigars. <laughs> yeah, fair point. I, you know, and that's the thing. We're being pretty direct about it. Jeff and I normally joke about Gurkha and how much we think they're shit, but for the most part, yeah. There, there's. There, I haven't smoked one yet. We did the ghost. We did the and ghost. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but I would not buy it again. Yeah. And but but every other Gurkha I've had has just been a horrible experience. And and I know Nick wants to avoid talking about this because I said, hey, let's do the story. Let's get it on. You know, we'll just do it straight and not talk about it. But why in the world? Why in the world did this guy wade off into these waters? I don't understand it. Jeff, sometimes business owners make decisions without imp- realizing the impact on their business. And well, you know, I mean, to know. be fair, though, I, I'm happy that he did what he did because he was actually being honest and it showed exactly who he was. So and there, I say, fuck him. That's true. And then, you know, and the only thing I'll say, I'm not defending what he said. I want that very clear. Very clear. But the only thing I'll say is if you're going to plant your flag in the ground, be prepared to defend your position. Yeah. And, and again, I'm not defending what the gentleman from Gurkha said, because quite frankly, he shouldn't have said it. No. And and Rob made a valid point. If it's what he thought, you know, at least he had the balls to stand up and say what he well, thought. And but the minute true. the and minute people called him on it, well, he caved. And and see, and that's true. The nice thing about that is by him being honest about it. Now at this point, we're all very aware of what his mindset is. And if you were remotely thinking of buying a Gurkha cigar. And I don't know why in the hell you would be doing that in the first place. No. But if you were remotely thinking about buying a Gurkha cigar, now you at least know who you're buying a cigar from. Yeah. At least also, I mean, it's a great gag gift. Well, anyway, so, yep, I think Gurkha's in a flame out uh, tailspin at this point, but we'll just sit back and watch. I yeah. think I, I'm, I'm OK with that. Yeah. Anyway, so Pull your pants. Up. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> So what's everyone get? What what do you, Rob? What are you getting on your stick? Yeah, we you're, we're talking, you're talking a whole stick. different stick. What are you What are you getting on the Aroa Twenty there? I'm getting a lot of love. <laughs> yeah, Dude, this, this is this is really a good stick. I mean, I've never had it before. I'm a fan, and so hats off to Nick for putting this in the box. Oh, this you you've great. never had the cigar before? 
No, I've never had this cigar. Oh, dude, at all. yeah, I know that that is a great stick. I love that stick, and it's a box press, so it's even better because Nick doesn't like them. I'm not a you fan. Don't of, like box press? Not a fan of box pressed. See, I really don't care, but as as long as the draw is good, I'm good. Yeah, it seems like from what I've gathered, it seems like people either don't care or they don't like box press. And I kind of fall in the I don't like box press category. See, I actually, I like them. One of my favorite cigars is the uh, My Father box press that I get. And Which one is that, Jeff? I I don't. (laughs) Here's the deal. I can walk into the humidor and I can take it right to the stick, but I don't know the name of it. I know. You know I I don't. I know. That's That's why 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 I asked. Yeah. (laughs) I know exactly which one I like. I just, I don't know what the name is. That's funny. Yeah. But no, uh, as far as the the obsidian, yeah, obsidian red rum, yeah, red rum. Love saying that. I don't. I forget what that's from. So is this the first cigar you all smoked? The in Shining. There? I know it's the Shining. Lord, <laughs> <laughs> you made the reference about the twins earlier. I did. Yeah. Anyway, I um, thought that was timely. no. We had the. Um, you know what red rum spells backwards? Murder. Idiot. <laughs> I never saw the sequel. There um, is no sequel. No, they made a sequel. It's like, but they shouldn't have. Let's well, put I'm it not, that way. I'm not going to say there that. Be, I haven't got to see it yet. That's a masterpiece. That's a masterpiece film. You can't make a sequel. We smoked the Room itch, uh, 101 Ichiban out of the box. What would y'all think about that cigar? <sighs> I liked it. I'm I, I'm still, I'll be honest, I'm still trying to formulate my opinion fully on it. I, I don't have a negative opinion of it. The for, being, fla- for being a bundle stick, I thought it was very the good. The flavor note on it was kind of hard to pull. There was a lot going on, but but there wasn't any sort of spice or pepper, so it's hard to say. So I couldn't like point immediately to that. There was some sweetness, kind of a little I don't know caramely sweetness or something maybe. But like it was, it was it, it wasn't a bad stick. It just I'm I'm still trying to like formulate my full opinion. I need to have another one, to be honest. Yeah. I like that. So, I got you. I, I thought it was real close to, like, a gopher's anus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, now we know Rob's opinion of the Ichiban. See, no, you know, Rob, I, I, I couldn't <laughs> now, disagree with you more. we already know Gator likes everything, well, so I'll smoke anything. Here. I'll yeah, smoke yeah. anything. It's, I may not like it. Like, you know, I'll be honest. The Subsidian, and I'm not trying to crap on it, it's not a stick that I'd pick up and smoke again. It's just not. You know, I, I'm not as into the full just pepper start to finish that I'm getting on this cigar. But that's me. Some people really like that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But no, I, I the Ichiban, I, in all honesty, I actually really like that cigar. And, you know, for, for me, I like I like some bundle cigars now and then. It's a little higher priced bundle cigar. Yeah. You know, you say it's a bundle cigar, but when you, like, when I hear bundle cigar, it's an I think, $8 stick that I think just three, comes in a bundle instead of a box. Exactly. Yeah. I think 3 or $4 stick. This is a higher stick, but it's it's a cigar I would smoke again. Yeah. How about you? <laughs> what, are, what are you getting on the Obsidian Red Rum? I'm still getting pepper, maybe a little earthiness. Like, it's kind of just... I, I'm, not, I'm not getting anything but pepper. That's just me. Yeah, maybe a little earthiness. You're just trying to find something in it. I think I am. Yeah. I'll also admit, I'm having some issues keeping it lit. I don't know if that's because we're just talking and I'm not smoking. I haven't had any issues with that. The construction's been good. I've had an even burn. You know, it's just, it's a stronger cigar than I like. Okay. You know, but that's me. Really? You think that's a strong cigar? It's it's the pepper. Jeff loves mild, man. I do. Yeah, I'm I'm a shade grown Connecticut guy all day. is a mild cigar smoker. See, I'm, I'm, I'm a medium to medium plus and I throw in full-bodied 
and then I also throw in pretty mild. So, I mean, I, I like to smoke a little bit of everything, but my my niche is right there around medium to medium plus. So, so what cigars are you normally smoking then? I mean, everybody who listens to the Cigar Talk knows that you're a big fan of the Medallia, but... Yeah, the Medallia is one of my go-tos on a regular basis, but I'm, I'll tell you right now, what I've been just lights out with is the Aladinos. The <laughs> Aladino Maduro was fantastic. The Corojo Reserve was fantastic. The Cameroon was beautiful. I mean, dude. And then I found a place locally that sells the uh, Aladino Connecticut. Which I've never now, seen before. Now, Jeff would love the Aladino Connecticut if he's a light to medium guy. Yeah. yeah. Man, the construction is fantastic. It's a beautiful stick. And, I mean, if you like light, I mean, it's it's probably like midway between light and medium. Really nice. I mean, you know, my favorite cigar is always one that has good flavors, but the the construction is like perfection. I'm I'm real big on a on the construction. Yeah. Uh, if if I've got a great tasting stick and the construction sucks, to me it's a shitty cigar. Well, because you're you're struggling with the construction the whole time. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. takes all the enjoyment out of smoking the cigar. I made a canoe out of one a couple of weeks ago. I even sent a picture of it to Nick. It just, like, smoked down one side, and, and the other side stayed intact. It See, was bizarre. I can't get that far, Gator. Yeah, I can't get bizarre. that far. Oh, no, I stuck if, in there. If a cigar starts pulling that kind of bullshit, I just throw it out and light up another one. I've got it floating around in my daughter's fish tank right now with a little <laughs> Lego guy in it. God. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> He's just paddling for dear life. Uh, I hope it's uh, what's his name? Uh, what's that movie? Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. <laughs> you got Harrison Ford. You got in Harrison there. Ford Harrison in there. Yeah. Ford dangling. The on problem it. is, I, I didn't have a Harrison Ford Lego from Raiders of the Lost Ark, so I had to stick in one of my uh, action figures from Star Wars. But you know, it's... Bubba Fett. No, actually, Han Solo. <laughs> Oh, there you go. It's funny. That's what Jeff's ex-wife's nickname, pet name for Jeff was was Boba Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Or I'm sorry, Jabba the Hutt. That's what I was going for. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Mine was always Guido the Killer Pimp. (laughs) You know, from the bar scene. Oh my god, God. Guido the The Killer killer Pimp. pimp. (laughs) All right then. Well, this is good. We have multiple pimps here. We have Gator and Guido. Yeah. See. Two pimps, no waiting. Because, Rob, you do know that's where he stole that nickname, right? Was from a from a Will B, Ferrell movie. B-level Will Ferrell movie. Oh, that is not B-level. You take that back. That is a Which classic movie? movie. The the other guys? Oh, that movie sucked. Oh, dude. <laughs> that is the funniest damn movie. Here we go. Come on. They're driving around. The two cops driving around in the Prius. <laughs> dude, that, that show sucked. <laughs> that was a great movie. But you know what? It, you know, it's kind of like movies are like cigars. Everybody finds something they like. Oh, I can. The, the other guys is a movie. If it's on, I'm watching it because there's there's these little intricacies. And Marky Mark is great in it. Oh, dude, it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> it feels really long, actually, Jeff. The that movie. That's what she said. I knew. <laughs> I, I got halfway through that sentence and I was like, "How do I form this with that?" And it's like, "No, nah, I'm boned." Too so late, yeah, too, too late. late, too late. So I need I need a button that I can push during the show that that's what that that's says. what she said. Um, <laughs> you know, I'll we'll add that to the. I would say I'll have to add that to the soundboard. So yeah, I've got an app for my iPad so that I can drop in you know sounds every once in a while and 
Nice. I, I need to add that. So I'm not but, allowed to have any special effects on the show. Yeah, what happened the last time you did that? Dude. So <laughs> we try I was I was messing around with the board and I did like this alien voice effect. And then I thought I turned it off and I could no longer hear it in my headset. We recorded a whole show and then Bryant leaves. And when I start editing, the whole show is in that alien voice. Oh, That's, shit. We need to just do that. No. Let's do an well, alien no, no, show. No, I didn't, I didn't even publish the show. I made <laughs> Bryant come back and we redid the show. Do you still have the audio, though? <laughs> I doubt it. You should put that out as one of the lost if tapes. I can, if I, you know what? If I can find it, that would be hilarious. That would be really so, funny. Post on Discord. Yeah, that would be really funny for you to drop that as like a lost episode. Let's do one where we're like the chipmunks. Just do a whole episode like that. Oh. Come on. It'd be, it'd be fucking phenomenal, dude. Come on. I'd have to just speed everything See, up. I, I, I don't <laughs> think it would be. I don't think it would be phenomenal. I really, I really don't either. <laughs> I think it would be. I think it would be funny for about forty-five seconds tops. Again, my my humor may not mesh with everyone's. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. I did, Rob. I did a whole episode of just me talking to myself in different voices. Except I my daughter. My daughter did I join in. To that. Yeah, my daughter I joined to in. Whatever episode that like Nick got up to go to the bathroom or something. That was it. Made your own. Yeah, that was it. That was it. And yeah. I gotta say, I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was something. Oh, it was God. definitely something. My ten year old came out on the deck and she's just looking at me because I'm sitting here just talking to myself and she's you can see like the hamster get on the wheel and she realized what I was doing. She, I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you a question. So I let her come over and join in. It was pretty funny. Oh my, she had a good time. That's what I get for having to take a grab. <laughs> it it went. I mean, I had a good fifteen minutes of dead air to play with, and I used it. I mean, you can't rush it. Yeah, I think at one point Nick passed out on the toilet. I didn't pass out. You just can't rush it. I've done that. I know. No, you, you can't rush it. <laughs> I've passed out. On I the know. Toilet. Hey, you know. You want me to tell you a secret that nobody knows about Rob Jones? Well, of course. Yes. So, anytime I got to go to the shitter, <laughs> it doesn't matter where I am. This is at home. This is at you know McDonald's. This is at a convenience store, a hotel. It oh, doesn't matter. I have to get completely naked to take a shit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm not the only one. That is how you get comfortable. <laughs> Dude, there is an entire episode of Seinfeld about that. I don't know if you realize that or not. I can't. I can't. I can't go. If, and you know, when I say completely, I even take my wedding ring off. Oh, my God. No. Dude, I get it. You get it, right? Because that, that is when you are like, you know, it's like birth. <laughs> are you, wait, are you? You know, like, you know, like on the Terminator, you know, when he comes out and he's naked, like, you know, that, that's there's, how you feel. There's that like really semicircle hole in the concrete where he just yes. you know, came in from the other timeline. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. So, yeah, speaking of that, Nick, it, it is a holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I've got Rob's it's, back on this one. It's a spiritual thing. Now, I'll tell you, the other part of that that you're not going to agree with me on, Rob, I know it before I even say it is, but when I get done, I have to bidet. So, how do you bidet if you're at a restaurant? Well, okay, so yes, first of all, Jeff, let me enlighten us on this. I mean, are okay. you holding your ass up over the sink? Oh, you should see people come through the door. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, what what 
what you don't know about me, because we, we, we know each other peripherally, but you don't know me well enough to know this. I can't go to the bathroom in a public restroom. It's Oh, okay. It, so I will I will drive around to like find woods or a cornfield or anywhere yeah, to go outside. He'll shit in the woods before hey, he shits in me, a toilet. Let me tell you. Let me tell you the the secret. Okay, Are you ready for this? Okay, this is going to change your life. Oh no! So when you need a bathroom and you can't go home, the perfect place is just whip yourself into a nice hotel and go use the shitter. Oh, dude, There's I've nobody- done that. There's nobody ever in there. Yep. It's always nice and clean, and that is like the next best thing of being in. Oh, I, like I the lobby restroom. Yes, I've done that. Yeah, yeah, at a hotel. Cause yeah, because you're right. Nobody clean. If you have a, if you're staying there, you have your own room, so you're not going to go shit. In the That's lobby. true. Nobody uses the lobby bathroom. But now, now hold Here on, hold on, Nick. When we travel, where do I go? I make him go to the lobby bathrooms. Because I won't, because if he and I are split in a room, <laughs> if he and I are split in a room, I won't let him shit in the room. <laughs> I and can't I, well, blame that's him. the whole conversation right there. Well, you two share in a room. Well, I'm, it's because we're cheap. But <laughs> he, he likes but, to cuddle. Hey, no, we hey, get so double I'll, beds. I'll you, thank me you. And, me and Brian have only traveled together once and we did share rooms. And it was probably worse for him than it was me. <laughs> so, because so, I also sleep naked. It, yes. I I will I will at least wear boxer shorts when Nick's in the room with me. I'm just like, don't look. <laughs> oh well, okay. God. So it's funny you say that because when we traveled out last year for the Kansas City Cigar Festival, and which I hope they have this year, and I'm afraid they're not going to because of the whole. COVID what time of year mess. is that? September. But yeah. the thing is, tickets go on sale normally on June 1st, and so far there has been no tickets on sale. Yeah. And when so I let c- me tell you this: if y'all don't do that. Maybe y'all could come down to Texas and do the uh, Roma Craft party. It's like a it's a weasel fest or something. When is that? I think it's in September. I I had Rosales on the show about yeah. a month and a half ago, and he said that they're doing they rescheduled Weasel Fest. For, I believe for the third weekend in September. The only thing that we've got committed at this point is the uh, Weston Tobacco Festival, which is a which party, is man, north of Kansas City by half an hour. But that's not until like mid October. I got you. That's yeah. a good time, right? That there. That is a good time, man. So, well, so I need to come up there for one of those. Damn straight, you do. Yeah, you do. It's, it's yeah. I'm telling you, it's barbecue, it's whiskey, it's live music, it's cigars, and it's a freaking party, man. And um, I know. Oscar Valadares is going to be there this year. Robert and Sharon Holt from uh, Southern Draw are going to be there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, is Manuel coming back? You know, Manuel Casada normally goes to it. However, I think it's kind of a little up in the air about oh, him. Oh, man, I hope he's there. Only because of COVID and his, and, you know, I mean, he's a little older than everybody else. So it's kind of Hey, one of those... so let me ask you this. I'm going to back you up a minute. Yeah. Have you met Robert Holt before? I met him at TPE. So... I'd never met him before. I had him on the show as a guest. Yeah. And I thought I had never even seen any pictures of him. And I figured he was like this, like, suit-wearing guy. That was, oh, like, God, no. Professional. <laughs> Turns out that dude is a wild man. Oh, hell yeah, he is. Great interview, too, by and, the way. But, yeah, I need, uh, and yeah, we need to get him on. But he, uh, he's... He's super nice, and dude, his booth. Oh, super nice and cool. I mean, I was, I didn't know the guy, and he came on the show, and I was like, wow, this guy's a great interview. And But I had no idea 
until I went looking for pictures and I was like, holy crap, this dude's not a suit and tie guy. No, 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 no. His booth at Southern or uh, for Southern Draw there at TPE, it was it was really highly populated. He had a lot of people sitting around and everything. And what it is, is it's his family. His family, they all come and converge for these trade shows to help out and sell cigars and stuff. Yeah, and, and he said his wife is basically, like, does everything. Oh, That's dude. That's his partner. Yeah, Sharon is, like, pivotal to their operation. So That's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and he makes mean sticks, dude. Like, um, the uh, the Jacob's Ladder. Is that the is that the pink wrapper? Which one's no got the, the the rose of Sharon? The ro- yeah, that's is, the yeah that's the rose of Sharon. Oh, that's yeah. a good stick, man. But man, the Jacob's ladder. Um, that's that. I've never had the Jacob's. Holy ladder. crap! Yeah, you're dude. missing out. That's a phenomenal stick. So 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 let me say this to circle back to my original point because we 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 have oh, gone jumped so many tracks. Yeah, here. let's go back to your poop, Jeff. Yeah, so. It actually, that's actually not where I was headed. So we go to the Kansas City Cigar Fest, and Nick conveniently booked us a room with just a king size bed. Nice. Cool. We immediately switched it. I called his ass out on it in front of the concierge. We immediately switched it to twin <laughs> to two queen beds, which worked out perfect because worked we had out. A deck. Oh, dude, it worked hey, out. Yeah, because yeah. we had two queens in the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it worked out great because they gave us this. Um, room on the first floor and it had a, a, a balcony like a patio so we could go out on, and we asked them they said oh nice they said we could go out on the patio and smoke cigars so yeah so you know i hardly ever get a room on the first floor but yeah. i love rooms on the first floor oh dude yeah i mean you don't have to wait for elevators yep. you're just right there i love it yeah we were literally what 50 yards from the front desk yeah yeah it worked out it, really it well it was great Hell, we could see the Kansas City Cigar Festival site from our room yeah. because it was across the street from us. Yeah, it was way cool. And, um, you know, we that was a great trip, man. That, wow. That's a fun festival. And they have good food at that thing, too. Mm-hmm. And Nick was one of the grand prize winners. I mean, and he didn't even know it. We found out like three months later. He They called him and like, are you ever going to come pick up your stuff? And he's like, what stuff? And I, what all did you win? Oh, my God. I can't even remember what all I won. I know I won it metric shit ton of cigars and like a that big ass um, humidor yeah the biggest part of it was this gigantic avo humidor that was like a uh, i mean it's like a 250 300 count humidor damn and, oh dude it's it's amazing and hey, well you know i, I want to interrupt you right quick nick. yeah so i want to tell everybody nick is like one of the nicest guys i know by the way the dude wait are you talking about this car- you're talking about yeah. this nick yeah the yeah, guy, the guy it. sitting here with me. He sent me a care package with cigars <laughs> in it. So I'm going to tell you now, Nick, I'm a dick. Why? Because I bought you an Island Gym and then I smoked it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I listen to Cigar Talk, so that doesn't surprise me because I was just listening. Well, you know, well I heard I your show like, from Monday today and you were telling Brian about, what was it, the Ethiopian coffee that you were going to give him that you drank yeah. and the yeah, uh, the the other cigars that you had gotten him that you'd smoked. So, right. yeah, you know, I guess. So well, here's the thing. <laughs> when I bought it for you, I thought you had never had it before. And then when you said that you had had it before, I was like, I eh, had, had he don't care. <laughs> They're Wait, good. You have c- or haven't? I have. I have. They're good cigars. Yeah. So, oh, you the know, Island Gym's great. What yeah. happened is, you told me that you had not had it before, but that was because I said the Maui Gym. 
Ah, uh, uh, yeah. You're like, no, nah, I never heard of it. I don't know the Maui Joe. <laughs> no, we're, yeah. we're fans of pretty much Oscar's entire line of cigars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that Island Jim's a good stick. Yeah, so anyway, I just wanted to throw that in there. If you well, were looking for that one stick to add to your humidor, it's probably not coming. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. No, Rob was giving me a whole raft of shit. Because I kept posting all these pictures of the Aladino Cameroon. Oh, oh, yeah. Dude, and did you see that devilish smile <laughs> all you had every time you posted a picture? It was like, look what I got. Look what I got. don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be you. And there. it was right. <laughs> and so finally, I was like, you know, I'm just going to send Rob some sticks. And so I sent him, uh, what did I send you? I sent you like one of each of the, the sizes. Cameroon in each size. In each and size. Two. Of the Corojo Reservas. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, now he he will barely give me a cigar. So, you know, okay. Well, that was another reason I wanted to tell that story. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I I sent that off. So, anyway, publicly, I want to say thank you. They were all phenomenal sticks. Well, good. That's a great line of cigars. Oh, I'm a big fan. You know, they're, they're hard to get around here. So whenever I can get them, I'm pretty excited. Well, about you know, it. and it's funny you say that because that's something that I've I, I never noticed this um, until we started doing the podcast. How regional cigars are, and yeah, I, I really never are. noticed that before. But from from the little bit of traveling that we've done, even going from St. Louis down to Paducah, Kentucky, it, it's an entirely different humidor of cigars. Yeah, I've been to Paducah, but I didn't go to the humidor. There, there's a place there called the uh, Cigar Barn. And, you know, okay. honestly, I like I didn't expect much from the cigar barn, but I was low on sticks and wanted to go grab someone. I was covering a football game down in uh, oh, uh, Massac County, you know, which is down in Metropolis, Illinois. So I thought, oh, I'm going to jump across the river. And I went in was this that place. Like for a col- was that a college game? No, uh, high school football. We're, you know, with, with running uh, small papers in southern Illinois, Friday I nights, thought, you're I out thought, covering football. I thought, I thought you weren't allowed within 500 feet of a school <laughs> he just hopes they don't catch him yeah oh. as long as they don't check my id i'm fine so i just i that's why i've got the big stalker lens i can stay back 500 feet and still get my pictures uh, very very nice yeah so like a, uh like a sniper exactly <laughs> oh, God. oh nick knows that's that's night or that uh you know, kind of stalker lens I have comes in handy. Yeah, yeah. We'll tell you a story later. Yeah, so. there you go. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I went down to this place called the Cigar Barn. And like I said, I expected it to be kind of a, uh, I don't want to say like a convenience store shop, but I, I didn't expect much. I figured I'd go in, you know, they'd have the the assorted machine maids and, you know, maybe some cigarettes and some vape and maybe have a little cabinet Gen- of General and Altidus and no, all that kind of no, stuff. No, yeah. I went into this place and they have two giant humidors in this really, like, inauspicious building. I think that'd be the right word to say there. And you go in, and, I mean, it's just just cigars. Just the floor up to the ceiling in two giant humidors, just packed. Nice. And I was in heaven. But, it, it again, most of the sticks were not cigars I was used to. So, luckily, they had a, a clerk in there that night. He wasn't the owner, but he was a clerk that really knew his cigars and Walked me around, and we hey, talked about we the podcast. Usually call those people tobacconists. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. I don't know if this cat was a tobacconist, but he he didn't know what he was well, talking if he about. Knew his, if he knew cigars, then he worked at a cigar shop. He's probably a tobacconist. We'll go with that. Yeah. So, but he he was a cool guy. He was a cool guy, and walked me around, showed me around. Um, you know, made some suggestions. They had some specials going on, and yeah. So, okay, I'll give you. I'll give you that tobacconist. I'll give Thank you that. You. 
But he, <laughs> but but like I said, I was very very impressed with the store, and it wasn't like I didn't expect what I found, and it was a pleasant surprise. And is that shop still going? Oh yes, yes. Awesome. Well, I'm guessing it made it through COVID. Let me let me uh, you know put that caveat on. I would. It. I haven't been I have- back to Paducah since all this went down, but as far as I know, it is still there and functioning. I got you. Cool. So how's how's the humidor at uh, Riverman's? Is that pretty good size? Yeah, he's got a pretty good uh, walk-in area. Several cabinets um, outside, but too. then outside, yeah, he's got tons of cabinets outside as well. So I mean, he's got a really good selection of stuff. He's he's been. Well, I love the outdoor area that you talk about. I love shops that have a nice outdoor area. Yeah, it's a big area. He's really lucky to be. So it's a two-story kind of like building. And so, like above him, there's other shops. And you what know, are that those kind of shops, stuff. Nick? There's a there's a massage parlor, and then there's a <laughs> uh, a tailor who does um, you know work on clothes. And then there's a I think a vape shop up there, and there's a school for. So when you're when you're getting your suits tailored while they're doing the work, you go to the massage parlor, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, um, but anyway, what's nice though is because there's the the upstairs. There's the the wraparound walkway, you know, the sidewalk up, up for the second story. That creates that overhang over the sidewalk for the first story stores. So it's perfect, man. I mean, we were I was over there just today and we were talking I was talking with a couple of the guys and we were talking about how great it is because yeah, it's open on all sides, but it's long enough that if let's say the rain is coming down and it's blowing in on the one side. You just move your chairs down a little ways, and you're you're breaking from the wind and and the oh, rain and nice. everything. So like, yeah, you can sit out there in pretty much any weather. And what's also nice is your cars. The parking for this thing is also kind of underneath this overhang. Yep. So you you can pull in and you can get in and out of your car and not get wet. And I mean, it's it's fantastic. It's well, it's and, actually a really good location. And I'll say this: the guy that owns it, Dan, is just the greatest guy and i'll tell you what you want to talk to somebody that knows their cigars this guy knows his cigars he knows the industry he knows the cigars he just does not he's outstanding actually how long has he been in business well okay so the shop itself had a previous owner dan purchased it from that guy um three years ago so he's only been a retailer for three years however you know he actually got into cigars while he was living down in texas uh, he was, oh, wow. uh, he was a consultant and he was based out of, oh God, I'm going to screw this up. Houston, Houston, I think, or, I think that's right. Houston or Austin, but I, I'm wanting to say I think Houston. It's Houston, but, and, um, so yeah, he got into cigars down there and he's, he's been hooked ever since. And I mean, the guy, the guy has forgotten more than I'll ever learn about cigars. Well, that's not saying much, <laughs> right? <laughs> but it sounded good. Well, speaking of cigars, Jeff, I'm, uh. I'm getting rapidly down to my nub here. What I, is, what I you got I, on yours? I tapped out. Yeah. Oh, got, you're already done. Yeah. I I smoked it down to the nub and it was starting to burn my fingers. Okay. But. So so final thoughts on the obsidian red rum from you? Peppery. Um, it's not my stick. The pepper is kind of. It's that kind of peppery where it tickles the back of the throat. Yeah, and it it I've that it doesn't. It's a not. Bit. It's not like a a flavor as much as it just kind of like God. This is you guys are just gonna rip me apart for this. I don't even want to say it. Um, Go ahead. It's it's that kind of peppery flavor where it kind of gets on the palate and just kind of lingers there, yeah. and it just hangs out in your mouth. Why? Why? I agree with you. I wouldn't rip you apart for that. It was the last. Yeah, I, I would agree with that too. I mean, I, I think it was a one trick pony. 
for me, it was just a pepper bomb. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't care for it. Uh, but I tell you what, the Aroa 20 years, dude, that's a light out cigar right see, there. We got that in two weeks. So, back. yep. Yeah. And see, and that's the beauty of the boxes. That's the beauty of absolutely my monthly cigars is, you know, you get the, the ability to try different cigars. And, absolutely. and I've never seen or heard of the Obsidian Red Rum. And so now that I've had it, you know, I guess See, I've I, actually had the Obsidian Black, the Obsidian White, and the Obsidian Red. Okay, so you you've encountered this brand before. Do you like? Oh, yeah. Do you like one of the others more than the Red? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the White, I'm not a big fan of, but the Black, I used to be a real big fan of. But it's a full. I mean, you would not want to smoke a Gator. It's a full blown powerhouse, knock you on your ass. But you know, that used to be the kind of cigars I was into. Yeah. I, I really steer clear of those now unless, I mean, if, even if I'm going to smoke something that's full-blown powerhouse, I still want a complexity on the profile, and you don't find that. Like with the Obsidian Black, it's just, you know, kick your teeth in powerhouse, and you don't get nothing but, like, spice. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. really, I mean, I've, I've seen reviews of that cigar where they tell you some different flavors, and I'm like, no, nah, that's a bunch of crap. It's all pepper. Yeah. yeah. So, Nick, you mentioned My Monthly Cigars. What is My Monthly Cigars? My Monthly Cigars, Jeff, is a premium cigar subscription service where you can have boxes of cigars sent to your home every month. They come in a variety of different sizes. We get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. They also have the Presidente box, which is eight cigars for $50. It's two of everything that's in the Robusto box. So it's a good one if, like, let's say you're sharing with your dad or your brother or your friend or something like that. Well, it's also a good deal. I mean, you're getting twice as many cigars oh, for yeah. less than twice the money. Totally, especially when you take into account their MSRP guarantee, which states that the value of the cigars within the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. So when you right. look at, like, for June, the, the MSRP on the sticks in the Robusto box is, I think, somewhere around $42. Yeah. But then when you take that and so you're saving, you know, you're saving $12. But when you apply that to the uh, uh, El Presidente box, you know, you're saving what? Uh, 34. Thir- yeah, exactly. Yeah. So math is not my strong suit. <laughs> Everything. So. Yeah. English and grammar is not mine. Mine's math. <laughs> All right. So anyway, if you head on over to MyMonthlyCigars.com and subscribe today, use offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T. That gets you free shipping on your first box. It also gets you 20% off any of the items in their online store. Uh, which in their online store, they carry all the other cigars and stuff that they've had in previous boxes and even the current box, and they have other items for sale. And we want to point out that they have now started doing gift cards. Oh. They're, they're going to start doing they're doing gift cards. And so for, for Father's Day coming up here, guys, you can do um, a gift card. It's sent electronically, so it's immediate. It's an email gift card. You can get it in denominations of $25, 50 100 or $200. That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. It's it, you know, it's a good idea for Father's Day, you know, coming up here, folks. Trust hint, me. Hint, don't hint. buy some bullshit sock or tie. Get the guy some cigars. And don't, and if yep. you're going to get cigars, don't buy him Gurkhas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, we're back to that now. Anyway. Well. So, I want to ask something real quick. Okay. Um, weren't you guys supposed to smoke a uh, backwoods? Who's you guys? <laughs> <laughs> the I think, losers. <laughs> I think he's referring. No, to No, 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 no. I was not in on that. Yeah, I, it, it I, was just just Bryant. Oh, see, I bet. thought you were both in on that. 
No. Because no, if I remember, no. Kansas City kicked their ass. Yeah, I was all for Kansas City because uh, Mahomes is from Texas Tech, and I grew up in Lubbock. So oh, I was, fair enough, fair enough. You know, and, and I am not. I'm anti-49er fan. See, and, and the one thing I'll say about that bet there, Rob, is I'm a little disappointed that all we got was just like a picture of Bryant smoking that. I, I kind of really would have liked it. It should have been a video. It should have been a video. Should have been a video. Maybe he should maybe, circle back. Maybe we, yeah, maybe we'll need to circle back. Yeah. On well, that. He bought he, he bought a five pack. He should have four more of those things sitting around. Oh, he's probably smoked them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing I do need to touch on here real quick before we uh, start thinking about wrapping this up. So my monthly cigars did a contest last week. They remember, did. remember Jeff when uh-huh. Nick when Nick was on. He followed up the episode asking everybody. Um, a question online, and they had to listen to the episode in order to hear it. Now, they asked, who was your movie star crush? Yes. And everybody was correct in saying Amanda Peet. Amanda Peet. So, I don't even know who that is. Oh, dude, she's necking the whole nine yards, and it's <laughs> glorious. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So the what happened was, everybody who got the correct answer, their names were put into a, uh, uh, a random draw, and Nick selected three names that, we have he, the that he sent over to me, and we're going to announce the winners right now. Oh, that's awesome. So the following Instagram handles need to reach out to My Monthly Cigars. You need to uh, just send a direct message to My Monthly Cigars through Instagram before Monday, June 15th, in order to claim the box. Um, you're going to be winning a July box from My Monthly Cigars for this. So the winners are at brother underscore stogie. At Christina.D.Harrison and at Barbells underscore beers. Oh, Barbells and beers. I would say Barbells and beers won one. So I nice. love that dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. He's a good dude. And he sends yeah, us a, a good guy. ton of questions for our Ask the Boys segment yep. on Tuesday and everything. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but well, no. Congratulations so, so to bro- the winners. So Brother Stogie, Christina D. Harrison, and Barbells and Beers, you guys have all won a July My Monthly Cigar Box. You need to reach out to Nick over at My Monthly Cigars before Monday, June 15th to give him uh, whatever information he needs in order to get those boxes to you. Dude, Rob, you you need to look up Amanda Pete like the minute we get done. (laughs) Amanda Pete? Amanda Pete. She's delightful. P-E-E-T. Yeah, P-E-E-T. I'm not a big movie person as far as, you know, knowing celebrities. Yeah. But... I will say, let's see. Did you ever see the movie The Whole Nine Yards? Yeah, this one had... I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking at her right now. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Eh, she's okay. Oh, you take that back. She's I'm in Jeff's serious. She's in Jeff's wheelhouse. She's skinny as a rail and built like a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> she's got some teeth. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and they're so cute. Oh, God. <laughs> no, she's in that movie, uh, Bruce Willis. I mean, Willis. she's not ugly. She's not ugly. I'm not saying that. Oh, I'm she's no. cute as a button. Um, and then yeah. uh, the guy from Friends, Matthew uh, Perry. Matthew Perry's in it. And who's the who's the oh, other? I one? thought you were telling me who your other movie star crush was. <laughs> oh, uh, Natasha Henstridge. Isn't that the other one that's in it? Or is, am I wrong about that? Who's, I don't know. Oh, I got to look that up. Hold on. I don't. Know. Okay, really, to the Googles. Really, we're gonna take yeah, time I'm going now to, to Googles to Google. I think she looks kind of weird. <sighs> you know, I thought we could be friends. Was, wasn't she in Saving Silverman? Yes, she was a bitch in that movie. I only know the Air Force hand signals. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> she was also in 2012. How old is she? 
Oh, uh, she's probably close. She's probably or she's probably close to my age. Probably in her mid to late forties at this point. Yeah. Hold on, but, I, but see that mid to late forties, Jeff. You're fifty. See, I'm saying she, she's close. She to was my born age. in seventy two, so yeah, late forties. Yeah, yeah, she'd be like forty eight then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, hold on. Let's see the whole nine yards. I gotta look this up. <sighs> We're gonna take time to look up who's in a random movie from like the early two thousands. Hey, well, as long as you're doing that, can you tell me who the cast was of the uh, Droogs of Clockwork Orange? I've seen it. I couldn't tell you the cast. Oh, what was the one? Natasha Henstridge. It is. Um, I was right. You know who else is in it? Roseanne Arquette, Kevin Pollack, uh, Michael Clark uh, Duncan. Um, Oh, yeah. Let's see. Oh, uh, Harlan Williams is in it. Going down the list here, and I don't know anybody else. Can you read us the transcript from the movie? Dude, I can quote you most of it. <laughs> I love it. It's a great movie. It, it, it Basically, Matthew Perry is a dentist. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I was kidding because, oh. you know, I don't, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, the only one I know from A Clockwork Orange Man is Malcolm McDowell. Great movie. I'm actually reading the book right now. It's effed up. Yeah, it's really effed up. <laughs> that was, a, was that a Kubrick? That was a Kubrick yeah. movie, yeah. Yep. I watched that in high school. Now, think about that in this day and age. In this day, you have a literate literary class that plays a clockwork orange in a junior literature class. No, dude, I don't even think they should have been showing you a clockwork orange in a literary class back when you were in high school. In, a trico for the love of God. At, <laughs> I, at, mean, I mean, my graduating class was 76 kids. We were a small so country a, school. So you took like a, a, a film a- analytics class. No, I was in a literature class, and our teacher played a Clockwork Orange for us in oh, class. Okay, cool. Yeah, I took a uh, uh, film analytics class in high school, and that's where I saw a lot of really badass movies. See, we didn't have a film class like that when I was in high school. I had to start taking those in college, and I saw some really good movies in college. Like, um, there's one called um, Dead Man. I think it's by I. I think the director was Jim Jarmusch, and it had Johnny Depp, and he was like this cowboy. That one wasn't bad. Yeah, all the movies we saw were way older than that. Um, I saw M, uh, Fritz Lang's M. Have you seen Cool Hand Luke? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, let's see, Doctor Strangelove. Oh, oh I yeah. love Doctor Strangelove, dude. What's ben what her? Or, or, how... How I Learned to, to, what, Love the Bomb? Is that it? I thought. Uh, well, yeah. Damn it, Jeff. You why Google do you, that one. Why Google do you throw one. shit out when Google you don't know one. the answer? Because I want to so know. We watched we watched all classic films. Uh, we watched uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, which was a fantastic movie. Uh, all the movies we watched, I really wasn't a big fan of Space Odyssey 2001. I thought that movie sucked. Now, I, you know what, though? Yeah. I like the sequel. I like the sequel better than the original. It's kind of like Aliens. A- Aliens was better than Alien. How I loved to, How I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. There you go. So, huh. aren't anyway. you glad you know that now? I, I, now I hadn't I asked. Know. I mean, I kind of knew it before. But who anyway. rides the bomb? Slim Pickens. Slim Pickens, baby. Slim Pickens rides the bomb down. <laughs> Waving his hat, yelling "Yeehaw!" That was a great movie. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, I had a. I took a British film class when I was in uh, college, and that's where I saw the original Wicker Man, which is. I thought you were going to say Monty Python. Really, and the Holy Grail. Really effed up. No, I thought you were going to say Pete Floyd the Wall. No, we didn't watch that either. We oh, wa- that is a classic. We had a lot. Oh, we went through a period in that class where we did a lot of British horror movies. So we watched like a lot of the old Hammer horror movies, you know, with like Christopher Lee. Yeah. And yeah. um, and then we watched The Wicker Man, which 
was so much better than that one that Nicolas Cage did. Um, oh, dude, what movie has Nicolas Cage been in that was good? Okay, hold on. Oh. Those are fighting other than words. Going, other than Going South, which was hilarious, the rest no. of his movie sucked. Oh, there was one movie, I take it back, there was one movie where he played like this security guard with another guy, and they robbed the banker vault that they worked for. That was a fantastic you are completely discounting the National Treasure movies, and I'm yeah, not going to stand for that. all those suck. All those suck. <laughs> <laughs> what about the one he did? Was it uh, Leaving Las Vegas? Or there was a Vegas movie he did. I, yeah, I Leaving fan, Las Vegas. I was a fan but... of that movie. I mean, everybody was like, thought, oh, this was just perfection dude, of art. Dude, it's the flying. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, you're playing a drunk. How hard is that? It's I the flying Elvises. Utah yeah. chapter, for the love of God. Raising Arizona? Yeah, Raising Arizona. I, I said Raising Arizona. Okay, is that the one that you were talking That's about? That's the one I said was a great movie. Okay, yeah, Raising Arizona is Is that the one movie. where he's a security guard? I mean, I... I no, no, that's where he's like... He's got the baby. Yeah. yeah. I remember they drive by and grab the the oh, the the oh little seat, the baby seat. Yeah. They I'm left not, it behind and went back and got it. Not gonna lie, dude. Otherwise, I'm looking at his uh, filmography, and otherwise, it's a lot of crap. <laughs> what about the hey, one... Hey, Nikki Six. What about the one where the uh, motorcycle kept catching on fire? No, what? I didn't even see that. I don't even know that one. Keep going, well, you'll find it. Ghost Rider. Yeah, Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the motorcycle kept catching on fire. Well, you know, now that we've gotten to the point that we're discussing Nicolas Cage's filmography, I think this is a pretty good time to go ahead and this say that we need, to, we need to wrap this up. So, Rob, thank you so much for coming on the show. Where can everyone find uh, Cigar Talk and listen to that? Uh, Cigar Talk is on po- podcast platforms everywhere apple podcast spotify google podbean overcast you name it you can find it there if you want to go by our website it's www.cigartalkpodcast.com and uh instagram you can find me at cigar talk radio because there was already somebody that had cigar talk podcast is their name but they don't do a podcast on cigar talk so i don't know what the hell that was about (laughs) makes perfect sense (laughs) Well, real quick, before you go, I was listening to your show from Monday, and you had uh, a friend of your show who was needing some help with medical costs for his wife. Would you care to, yes. to talk about that and kind of plug where folks yeah, can uh, so donate? A, a, a brother of the leaf, uh, his wife has MS, and anyway, they're trying to raise some money for medical expenses and whatnot. And so if you go by our website, we have a link that's dedicated to helping brothers and sisters of the leaf. You can click on that link and it'll take you to the page where we have that listed. You can click on the link and donate even a dollar, or you can actually uh, conversate with somebody in the organization that put that together and they're doing cigar raffles. And so you can actually uh, get in contact with Dave and he will uh, set them up on uh, donating cigars and they're going to do raffles to raise money that way. So either way you want to do it, just go by our webpage and you'll find the link that says helping brothers and sisters of the leaf. That's perfect. That's and again, perfect. And again, that webpage is uh, cigartalkpodcast.com. Perfect. Good yeah. I, I heard that and I want to make sure that we got that word out because you know, it's a MS is a crippling disease and it's, it's cruel and it's one of those things where if any way we can help, then 
we're gonna we're gonna yeah try. i really appreciate you letting us put that on the show well so. and i i think it's admirable that you guys do that i think that's a really nice uh thing that you've added to your website there oh well thanks man you know it's all about helping the community and you guys know the cigar community is just everybody is you know laid back cool and respectful and so anytime you have the opportunity to help somebody within our community and our family then you know anytime of course definitely absolutely well rob we really want to thank you for taking time out tonight and coming on hey man i enjoyed it i enjoy you guys show i enjoy uh talking to you guys on a regular basis uh uh, out of all the cigar shows that i listen to yours is uh probably within the top 30 or 40 shows i appreciate it (laughs) well hey you know at least we're cracking the top 50 there right that's good that's good dude we really do appreciate it thanks for coming on oh thanks a lot man i i really did enjoy it Uh, anytime y'all want to hang out pretty soon though i'm thinking next month man we'll have you guys on our show i think that would be fun then we, awesome. then we can give Bryant shit directly for no, wait, wait, not- wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me rephrase that. Hey, Nick, would you like to be on the show next month with us? <laughs> That's hurtful. I can't stand someone to be talking over me the whole damn show. <laughs> Rob, I have feelings. <laughs> no, both of you guys are always welcome. That's awesome. Thanks, That's man. Awesome. Same well, here. Like I said, I want to give Bryant shit directly for not smoking that backwoods on a video. Well, you know, the funny thing is, Bryant's not on the interviews. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> so, so, so we can just gang up on him. Oh, that sounds good, too. So, All right. All right. Well, folks, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. And that's been Rob. Stay safe and stay smoky, everybody. The views and opinions of the hosts of the Cigar Pulpit do not necessarily reflect those of the advertisers and sponsors of the Cigar Pulpit.